Today is Thursday, July 27th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Batches Media. My name is Amanda Duberman, filling in today for Sammy Sage. Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take aside and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics is certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, and each purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. No parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. First up today, a Hunter Biden plea five years in the making unraveled abruptly on Wednesday morning after a federal judge rejected the terms of the agreement. The president's son had agreed to plead guilty to misdemeanor charges related to his failure to pay taxes during the two years he was deepest in his addiction. Hunter Biden ultimately paid the owed amount in 2021. This plea deal was the result of a years-long investigation into the president's son by a Trump-appointed prosecutor who the Biden administration kept on after the 2020 election. As part of the deal, the Justice Department also agreed not to prosecute Hunter Biden on a separate charge related to buying a gun while heavily using drugs and alcohol and saying he was not using in his application for the gun. But the judge, who was appointed by Donald Trump, had concerns that the agreement would inappropriately protect Hunter Biden from additional prosecution in the event that ongoing investigations unearth other violations. As we know, the GOP is desperate to find evidence to validate Donald Trump's counterfactual and eventually impeachable attempt to prove Hunter Biden used his connections when serving on the board of a Ukrainian energy company. When the prosecutor assured the judge that the deal would allow for later prosecution, Hunter Biden's lawyer said, um, that's not going to work for us. That's not what we decided and tried for three hours to come up with a new deal before the president's son pleaded not guilty. That plea is reversible and the two parties will now pursue a different deal that addresses the judge's concerns, which lawyers say will take about two weeks. And me, frankly, I shudder to think of the images that Marjorie Taylor Greene will unearth and show on the House floor until then. Can you have a constitutional crisis without a constitution? Israel is proving it can be done. After the country's parliament voted to limit the Supreme Court's authority to overturn government actions, that same Supreme Court has agreed to consider whether to strike down the law designed to limit its own power. As we told you earlier this week, the Knesset recently approved a law endorsed by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that would limit the Supreme Court's ability to rule against laws it finds unreasonable. The legislation comes as opposition leaders warn that Netanyahu has become increasingly dependent on the country's religiously conservative and ultra-nationalist parties to maintain his power. The move resulted in mass protests of an even greater scale than the nation has seen in recent months, which loomed under the threat of the now-passed judicial reform. In multiple petitions to the court, including one on behalf of the Israeli Bar Association, which has 77,000 lawyers as members, claimants called for an urgent hearing and argued that the law eradicates the nation's system of checks and balances. Yesterday, the court agreed to a hearing, but not until September, and said the law could remain in the meantime. Hey, a little midsummer coup never hurt anyone, right? The legislation has already caused considerable damage to Israel's society and economy. The shekel plummeted, Morgan Stanley downgraded Israel's sovereign credit status, and 13,000 military reserve members have threatened to boycott their service, which would leave the nation very vulnerable in the event of an international crisis. Come September, Israel's Supreme Court will have to decide whether to restrain its own power and if it can act reasonably. Being gaslit about your own power and ability to reason? The women justices should have no problem navigating this one. Does the United States have a secret program in which it collects materials from known UFOs to learn more about their origins? Retired Major David Grush and the guy you dated in freshman year of college seem to think so. The former Air Force intelligence officer specifically tasked with investigating unexplained aerial phenomenon testified before the House Oversight Committee on Wednesday. 
The whistleblower whose claims the Pentagon has denied testified on Wednesday that the United States government conducted a multi-decade program in which it collected materials from crashed UFOs and attempted to reverse engineer them. In the holy shit are aliens real moment everyone will take from the hearing, Grush claimed his sources confirmed the presence of, quote, non-human biologics in the discovered aircraft. I don't know. Is he sure they didn't just find a human woman's nightstand? Grush did not personally see evidence of the program and declined to offer any specifics, but said, quote, I was informed in the course of my official duties of a multi-decade UAP crash retrieval and reverse engineering program to which I was denied access. He claimed he had discussed the program with people who had personally seen a non-human origin aircraft. Also present for the hearing were two Navy pilots who say they came up close and personal with an unexplained aerial object. A Defense Department spokesperson denied any cover-up and maintained that there is no evidence such a program exists or ever existed. The Pentagon has been criticized by members of both major political parties for failing to provide details about confirmed sightings of unexplained aerial phenomena, and lawmakers say they want to meet with Grush privately to discuss all this in more detail. Discussing the details of extraterrestrial life with a man behind closed doors? Well, that is just a second date in your 20s. Finally today, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell appeared to suffer a health event during a press conference on Wednesday. The 81-year-old who's experienced health problems in recent months abruptly stopped his sentence mid-thought and was unable to continue before his colleagues escorted him away from the podium. The senator from Kentucky returned about 10 minutes later to finish the conference and simply said, quote, I'm fine, with an aide telling NBC that McConnell, quote, felt lightheaded and stepped away for a moment. We will refrain from using the senator's age against him for political reasons. Perhaps his allies should try the same when making attack ads about Joe Biden. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. And thank you again to our partner, Thrive Cosmetics, who makes my absolute favorite mascara. Thrive Cosmetics is certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, and each purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. Plus, they have no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. They make so many incredible products. Another one of my favorites is the highlighter stick. It's specifically formulated to brighten and open your eyes. And uh, if you follow the news as closely as we do, you're going to need some brightening under your eyes. So try Thrive Cosmetic to see it for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash morning. That's Thrive Cosmetics, spelled C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash morning for 20% off your first order. Go get that highlighter stick and that mascara. Until tomorrow, I'm Amanda Duberman, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.